0: So if you're ready to reduce your financial stress and truly live the life of your dreams, then tune in and let's do this. So this topic of money leaks, what is it? What are money leaks? You know, why should you care? And also, what can we do about it? the very first step that you need to take in order to do this exercise is you need to go through and do an audit of your finances, right? And this is where it blocks a lot of people. You're going to tell me, I don't have time. You're going to tell me, um, you know, Oh, I've got to go through my credit card, my line of credit, my bank accounts. And then I have to go through my husband's bank statements and credit cards. And it's like, who has time, right? Um, I'm telling you, if you sit down and you actually do this work, just print out your statements, print out your bank accounts, go through with a highlighter. You know, in about an hour, you can actually have this done. It's not that time consuming. It just feels like it is because, especially if you have a lot of transactions to go through, um, it can really feel like it's this mountain of work to do. But once you get it printed out, get a highlighter and just start You know, every time you see Loblaws or your grocery store, you're just going to highlight it and then you're going to go back through with a calculator and you're going to tally it all up and you're going to go through with a new highlighter color or something different. And you're going to go through and you're going to identify clothing purchases, right? And you're just going to go through line by line. It's tedious, but I'm telling you, until you can figure out where that money leak is, it's really, really difficult to try to fix it, right? It's kind of like when you tell your car mechanic, um, yeah, I hear this, it's this rattling sound. Well, where is the rattling coming from? Well, I don't know. What? It, what's that mechanic gonna tell you? They're gonna say, we gotta bring it in, I gotta listen to it, I've gotta do some, run some tests on it to see where that problem is. Um, the same is true until you go through your financial picture and all of your bank accounts and the areas where you're spending money, it's gonna be really, really difficult to try to figure out where it is. Um, So my suggestion is when you're doing this audit to go back at least three months uh, to get a really good picture, though, go back a year, go back, you know, six months. If if a year sounds like it's too much work Uh, or start with three months and then try to really get a, a better picture of it, especially if you know that there are certain times of the year where your spending is higher. Maybe you have birthdays that are all lumped together in one month, or maybe you just have a very heavy financial month. And so it's really important that you're capturing that to figure out where that money leak might be. So that's step number one. Number two is, you know, is there a discrepancy in what you're spending and what you think you're spending? So many women that I work with, they'll tell me, yeah, I spend two hundred dollars a week on groceries. Okay, perfect. Is that true? And they're like, what do you mean? Well, is that is that what your data is telling you or is that what you think you spend? Because I'll tell you, maybe not so much now being, especially with us being on lockdown, um, we're really trying to limit how many times we're going grocery shopping, maybe it's once a week, maybe it's twice a week. Um, we're trying to limit the interactions with stores. So it's a little bit different now, but for some of you, you know, you are still commuting or you are still leaving the home um, for work. And so maybe you're stopping off at the at the convenience store while you pump up your gas and you're making a purchase. Maybe you forget something for dinner and you're, you're just sneaking into the grocery store really quickly. So all of those transactions, coupled with all the different balls that we have in the air, they really do impact how our mental math. Right. And our mental math is just really poor, really, really poor. Uh, We just have too much in our head to try to think about all the different transactions that we do. Coupled with the fact that we can spend money so easily now, so easily. I'd like to give this example back when, you know, in the eighties, when I was a little kid uh, and my mom went to the grocery store, if she forgot her wallet, what would she do? Right? She would have to leave everything there and go back home, get her wallet and come back to the store. Um, nowadays, you forget your wallet, all you have to do is bring out your Apple Watch because you have, you know, Apple Pay connected, maybe you have your cell phone, you're just going to be able to tap your phone. We just have access to money in so many different ways now. Um, that's very different than how our parents managed money. So it's very important to recognize that, that our electron- access to electronic spending is actually hurting our finances more than it's helping us. Okay, so we have to figure out how much we tally it all up. And once we do that audit, we have to figure out how much we are spending and what the discrepancy is to what we thought we were spending. That's a really, really important exercise. Is there any area there that you can trim the fat, so to speak? So, for example, groceries is a major source of a lot of people's money leaks. I'll give you three examples of um, the most common money leaks but groceries is definitely the top of the list. Why? Because it's our highest variable cost. It's not a fixed cost, right? Groceries fluctuate depending on what we're buying and what we need. So we can have our staple list for sure, but generally speaking, our grocery bill is not always going to be the same amount every single month. Right? So because it's variable and because groceries is actually an emotional sale, much more than people think, there's a tendency when and when uh, a transaction is frequent, like groceries can be, and also it's emotional, there's a tendency to overspend in those areas. You know, I like to give the example that, you know, we're not going to overspend on our mortgage. Right. That's a fixed cost. It's pretty much set. And unless we are intentionally putting more money on our mortgage. We're not going to overspend, right? We're not going to be like, oops, I spent too much on my mortgage. No, that never happens, right? It has to be a very intentional um, transaction in order for you to put more on your mortgage than what's necessary. It's not That's not true for groceries. You can absolutely overspend. And why? Because in our grocery stores, there's also a clothing department now. There's also homewares. Um, there's gifts that you can buy at grocery stores now. Like it's very, very different. You're not just most of the time going to just a grocery store. There's other things there, um, tempting you, you know, a $5 DVD over here. And if you have your children with you there, you know, the budget quote unquote can definitely go out the window. So it's important to figure that out. And then it's important to look at, date that data that you're getting as to how much you are spending and realize is this actually realistic because I can say all I want that I want my groceries to cost me $100 a week it's not gonna happen it's just really not first of all diapers alone are $30 so it's really really difficult for me to um, and I still have one in diapers oh lord help me Um, but it's really really difficult to get into uh hundred dollars a week for our family based on the type of foods that we eat and that sort of thing so there's a difference between wanting it to be a certain number and it being actually realistic to achieve and i think sometimes we live in the space of it yeah my groceries cost me hundred dollars a week or 150 dollars a week when in reality it's double triple that amount so it's important to understand that number and then be realistic with setting that allotment for how much you're going to spend in that area and then the third step is really to identify you know, those, we, so we've identified them in step, step two, um, and we figured out an appropriate amount. So now we've got to figure out how to plug them and how do you um, actually deal with this leak, this money leak. So I mentioned that there's three common places where you'll find money leaks. So I already gave you the one, groceries. I'm curious to know if you know what the other ones are, so comment below. Um, But the maybe I'll give you the second one and I'll leave the third one and I'll comment. I'll come back in and comment on it after. But um, so the second one is Amazon. So Amazon can definitely be an area where we have a source of money leaks. And then there's a third really big place that a lot of people can go um, and really blow their their finances in that store. So plugging them, figuring it out. Where is your money leak? Um, are there any surprises? You know, a lot of my clients are very surprised to figure out what they're eating out. amount actually is when you total it all up because we don't really realize the twenty dollar amounts here and the ten dollar amounts here. They really, really do add up. Now, I am not talking about totally eliminating um, like completely eliminating, you know, your Starbucks or your maybe it's pizza. If you if you enjoy that as a family, I'm not saying you eliminate it. I'm just saying that at the end of the day, our money like we don't have um, an infinite amount of money, right? Of course, we want to believe that we want to attract money into our world. But at the end of the day, there's only the money that's in your bank account. Right. And if you're spending more than that, there's a big problem. So you have to take a look at your overall financial goals and realize, is this X purchase? Maybe it's a latte at Starbucks. Is this latte getting me further from my financial goal or closer to it? Now, sometimes the answer to that is, well, yeah, it's actually not getting me closer. It's not really taking me far away. So then do it right like in my opinion. I will never tell clients to cut anything out it's always their decision what to do but it, the data tells us a lot it tells us where our money leaks are and then they can make the decision to figure out where the money comes from right is the money going to come from your um christmas amount right because you you, you, want, you told me that you spend 1200 dollars a year at christmas so if we're allocating dollars towards there and you still want to know go through the drive-through every single day there isn't enough money to do both so what are which one is more important to you right and then it just becomes priorities of where you want to prioritize your dollars so i see justine mentioned costco yes justine you are correct uh costco is a huge huge source of money leaks. and again it's because we have access to so many different things like heck i can buy a flat screen tv and my organic um chicken breasts right like in the same store so there's definitely a tendency um, to overspend and Costco is set up very strategically, right? You have all of the food along the outside and then all of like the fun stuff, kind of when you first come in, all the electronics and everything. And then in the middle, what do you have? You have the clothing, you have um, some of like the junk, junk food, right? You just have that temptation, but you have to go through certain aisles before you get to, you know, at the back, maybe you just went in there for, a package of chicken breast like I said but you've got to go through the whole store to get there and especially now with all the arrows on the floor you have to follow the flow so I actually think you know these social distancing arrows are actually helping stores in a lot of ways trap like funnel traffic into certain areas of their store so you know I'm not a Costco expert by any means but if I was running Costco And knowing that we need to direct a flow of traffic, I'm gonna direct the flow of traffic to see goods that I want my consumer to buy, right? Like that's just marketing 101. So maybe you haven't thought about Costco in that way or your grocery store in that way, but it's very strategic in how they've set it up. Um, Or at least if they're smart, it would be. So identifying those money leaks is gonna be super, super important for you. And then figuring out how you're gonna plug them. So uh, the obvious way to plug it is to cancel it or to, you know limit your spending in that area but another way might be to just put a boundary around it so put a, a budget around it and use that budget in either cash so I know a lot of you push back at me when I say this but is to use cash in that area so, so take cash to Costco with you they still accept it um, it's still legal tender in Canada at least um, they recommend you know, other forms of payment, but that's for their ease, you know, and if you're comfortable using cash, there's no reason why you need to stop. If you are uncomfortable using cash, then what I would do personally, and I have many clients that are doing this is transfer that, let's say you're going to Costco, transfer that amount into an account. Like maybe it's a savings account and the only money that's in there is your Costco amount. So, If it's $200 that you have allotted for your Costco run, transfer $200 in that bank account. And if it's $201, it's going to decline it. And sometimes it takes being that drastic to, especially if you have a major money leak, right? And if you're comfortable with going a dollar over, then maybe put a little buffer in there, right? But at the end of the day, I think plugging that money leak is going to serve you really, really well. Ladies, if you get a handle on this, this can transform your financial picture. It really, truly can. Uh, Oftentimes when we're finding money leaks, it can be in a source of like a birthday. You know, wow, I had no idea I spent that amount of money on my kids birthdays because you've never added it up before. Or I had no idea I spent that amount total on the holidays, right? We just, you're probably getting in your visa cards from your visa bills from last month of spending, holiday spending, right? Sometimes we we think about it too compartmentalized, you know, oh, I spent $75 on this person, I spent $50 on this person. It seems reasonable, but when you add it all up and then you add the gift wrap and you add the travel if you were able to do that, and you add the hosting of dinners if you were able to do that, it all adds up, but that should all be allotted for and accounted for so that we can plan for it in the future. Um, I think what happens is we get stuck in. This is what I want to spend versus this is what I'm actually spending. And this is realistic for me to spend. Um, So hopefully that helps. So audit your finances, figure out where the discrepancies are, find those money leaks and then use a strategy like either limiting your spending in that area by putting a budget around it, cancel some services. Um, I find a big one for for women too, especially since we're home more and we're doing a little bit more online stuff is the um, subscription boxes that you might have forgotten about. And then all of a sudden, oops, like they came and the next box kind of comes and then you open and you're like, Oh, I kind of like a few things in here. So I'll just keep it. I won't return it. And then you're, you tell yourself, I'll, I'll cancel that for next time. Then you forget because again, you get so busy. So I think those ones are another really source of um, money leak for, for some people, um, different channels that you can get online, like the, the Amazon channels or the, um, um, like not Netflix, but like crave or like the other kind of more streaming services that you do the free trial and you forget to cancel it. And then. You know, you don't really necessarily notice the $9 charge on your credit card every single month until you go back and you look and you're like, holy crap, I've just spent almost $70 on a channel I don't even watch. So it's just really important to identify where the leak is and then do the proper steps to plug it. So hopefully this was helpful. I'd love to hear from you uh, what you think and we will talk soon. Bye, bye.